just want to do God's will. The kind of revolution that the world needs is a Christian revolution. If you want a miracle, you've got to expect it to happen. You are the recipients of God's grace and God's blessings, and you rejoice in that reality. Welcome to Life Today Live. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you for spending it with with me. I, I, I know that you thought, Valentine's Day, I've got to watch Life Today Live. I don't know. A lot of you are watching this in the replay. I get that, but I hope you have a good day. We're going to talk to someone. Um, well, how, how do I phrase this? Let me show you uh, some uh, 40-day prayer guides. These are praying for someone's salvation, for someone for a blessing, praying for your grandchild, uh, written by Eric Sprinkler and his co-author. Um, and, and this gentleman is someone who uh, writes these prayer guides. He also does something else that's a little interesting, and I want to show you that. Uh, this is his website, adventureexperience.net, and you can see there he is, uh, oh, out by a lake, beautiful, right? Outdoorsy, wonderful. Uh, on the side of a cliff, never going to happen, not doing that. Uh, he's got a lot of great photography. He, uh, Eric is a f wonderful photographer, uh, outdoor stuff. There you go on the side of a cliff again, snow, all, just all sorts of wonderful stuff. That looks like Utah there. I love Utah. And so Eric is, is, you know, an adventure type of guy. Um, he's one of these guys that, that signs up to do things that a lot of us would never, ever want, want to do. I love it. Uh, but, uh, he, he uh, found himself in an adventure not too long ago that he never anticipated. And so we're going to talk a bit about that. Eric, how are you doing, man? Good to have you on Life Today Live. I'm, I'm doing good, Randy. Thanks so much for having me. Because, I, yeah, God God definitely uh, does not ask everyone to repel waterfalls. But some of us, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's the craziest thing you've ever done outdoors? Craziest, I, you know, I've done a lot of crazy. I've done, a, a, you know, the largest commercially rafted waterfall. It's down in New Zealand. It is seven meters. That's 21 feet. For those of you doing the conversion in your head, yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. I've I've repelled into a lot of slot canyons. I've I've you know I've I've run up a lot of mountains. I my happy place is a thousand foot river gorge filled with class four plus rapids just outside Colorado Springs, Colorado. That that probably says all you need to know about me. <laughs> yeah, well, I've looked down over the edge of, of that uh, cliff right there with my kids and gone, oh, kids, back up, because it's like, whoo, it's a long ways down. Uh, so when you say that's the 21-foot the waterfall, you went over the waterfall? We went over the waterfall uh, because it was me and a friend uh, who, who I guided with in Colorado. She was there at the same time. They gave me and her in a boat with just the guide. And so it's three of us in a 14-foot boat. And, you know, waterfalls are not terribly difficult. You line up, and then it's just gravity easy. <laughs> you go over, and, you know, you lean back, and you hold on, and here's how you hold on. And the guide in the back just lays down in the boat and grabs onto two big straps. And you just go over, and you're just hitting and the boat goes under the water for sure. I mean, it just submarines and then you pop up and maybe you pop up upright, maybe not so much. <laughs> we were in the middle. <laughs> it's I, a lot of holding on more than actually like running rapids where there's actually skill involved. Right. This, this is just law of gravity easy. <laughs> why do you, why do you do that? 
Are you an adrenaline junkie or are you just, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're right. You know, psychologists will talk about these high sensation experience seekers. For some of those it's travel, you know, you know, your aunt Eileen, who is like 75 years old and she's over in France with a bunch of people. She doesn't know riding bikes through wine country. And you're like, that's insane. <laughs> and yet somebody else is going to be, you know, eating, eating foods with like ghost pepper sauce. And you're like, yeah. are you kidding me? Right. That's that, you know, that makes my toes tingle just hearing about it. Others it's going to express in, in terms of yes, these thrill seeking uh, type activities, hiking, biking, rafting, climbing. It's you know, God has put adventure in all of us. Mm -hmm. And if you question that, just look at the type of books you read, look at the kinds of movies that you watch, right? Boy meets girl, the end never happens. It's always <laughs> twists and turns and ups and downs and crazy challenges. And just at the moment when the bad guy seems like he's getting it up, that's when the twist comes and everything changes. We love those stories. Uh, Randy, that's, that's in our hearts to love those stories. Some of us just live out those stories <laughs> a little more, a little more, uh, a little more applicably. <laughs> Uh, one way to put it. <laughs> yeah. So how do you how did you get into writing the the prayer devotionals, uh, prayer guides, forty day prayer guides? Right, right. Because that's that's Jesus' fault. Because I write adventure stuff. I write some adventure devotionals. But you know, you write. Ask any author. You write the book God gives you. Mm -hmm. I mean, you don't have to. You can you can be boring. But certainly, if God gives you a book, and I mean, I'm at a restaurant outside of Denver International Airport on a napkin, sketching out the first, the names of the first four books in the series, what they're going to look like, what's the selling point, what's the felt need they're addressing. I mean, these books are fully formed in my head. And I grabbed this gal that I've worked with at writers' conferences, and she's just a prayer warrior. She's the woman, she opens her mouth, and these beautiful prayers just fall out. <laughs> so all of a sudden, Adventure Guy... I'm co-authoring these prayer books with this girl. And it's, yeah, you 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 mentioned them uh, up there. It's just it's just super easy, right? She writes her prayers out, and then I'll I'll throw some some photos in with them. But the idea is you read through her prayers, insert the name of the person you're praying for, your grandkid, your pastor, whatever, whatever book it might be, mm -hmm. and that's it. It's wash, rinse, repeat for 40 days. That's all you're doing. So I these books are not exactly in my lane, but I have yet to finish one of these projects and not be, Randy, these these books are just fun. They're just fun to work on, and I hear amazing stories from people I, just being impacted by these things. So, uh, so your, your co-author, Laura, does she say Schaefer? Is that how she pronounces her last name? Laura Schaefer, yes, Schaefer. indeed. Um, I, one, I love that God has paired these different people to accomplish something to to reach even more people. I think that's, right. he, he, for some reason, he likes that. And, you know, someone like you is, who's probably a little bit of a rugged individualist, you know, um, that's not necessarily in our nature. I think God does that. He goes, look, I want you in community with somebody who's not exactly like you. So that in and of itself is, is a great lesson, I think, for all of us to go, look, be open to what God wants to do and work with other believers to do even greater things. There's there's power in numbers, right? That's exactly it. Exactly it. And it's probably the person you least suspect. <laughs> yeah. So so Laura's not going over the waterfalls with you. She's not uh, climbing the 
the, the you know mountain cliffs and sheer faces with you. She's not that type. Laura is not the adventure type so much. She's more uh, dealing with her grandkids type. Uh, she is 60 years old. She's wonderful. But uh, yeah, she and I, we, we don't spend a lot of time adventuring together. The books are what we have in common, she and I. Well, that's not the only thing you have in common. And I bet neither Indeed. of you saw that coming. Walk <laughs> us through that. Talk, uh, talk about left turns. So here's Laura. Her mother had a genetic illness that affected her kidneys, PKD, uh, polycystic kidney disease. I made a mistake once upon a time calling this thing rare. It's not. Mm -hmm. One in 400. I guess somebody in your viewing audience has it or knows someone who has it. The gene. And it's not fun. Laura's mom got it at 70, took her out just that quick. Laura knows it's coming. Mm -hmm. Lo and behold, she hits 60 and this thing pops up and just starts taking her downhill, which wouldn't affect me, except we just started writing a book series together. And the one thing that does not help your book series is your co-author dying of <laughs> renal failure. Yeah. Out of nowhere, this thing came out. So what, what do you do? What do you do at that point? I mean, you're a prayer guy, so prayer obviously right. is coming into place. But may, there, there's uh, there's a little more than prayer. There's action behind the prayer in your case. Exactly. I we can pray for her and and you know let like, hey yeah be be well. Let's let's have some action. Let's have some faith in action here. In this case, it got so bad, and she's writing these books under this dark cloud. Mm -hmm. To be sure. Mm -hmm. I don't know what, what your viewing audience is dealing with in, in these days, but for Laura, you're looking at, okay, she's on a cadaver uh, list so that she can receive uh, a deceased kidney uh, so that you know it can extend her life. She's on a list of uh, people that's long enough that she is looking at six to eight years hmm. wait hmm. for a kidney. Now she's also in the time, by the time we got to our second book, she got fitted for a fistula. A fistula is a port that they will put in your arm surgically and it prepares you because that's what they're going to plug you into when they're doing dialysis. Okay. So she is moving very much in the direction of dialysis. Dialysis, let's just talk about God made kidneys amazing. Mm -hmm. Mankind made dialysis machines and they're not so much. Mm -hmm. They're actually pretty terrible and that's the direction she was going in. They fitted her with her, you know, with the port in her arm, and this is the direction she's going in. Oh, by the way, statistically speaking, Randy, if you're on dialysis, you last about five years on dialysis. Mm. Compare and contrast that with six to eight years she's waiting on a kidney. The math doesn't work. Yeah. Something had to change. Yeah. So she did what she considered to be one of the tougher things in her life. She did one of those um you know, put the call out and ask people who's willing to donate a live kidney uh, for her. And we've all seen it, right? We've all seen the little wristbands get a get a kidney for Stephen. You've probably seen it before. I, but I, how does it even work? Because not everybody can donate, can you? Kidneys aren't just like compatible, right? Right, exactly. So you got to find someone compatible. And if someone isn't compatible, you got to find a way around this. 
So what happens is this. You can you can donate and not be the same blood type as that person. Boy, you really want to be the same blood type. You want to check off a list of, you know, variants, uh, variations in that. But you really want to be the same blood type. But if you're not the same blood type, you you're not out of gas. You've still got options there. I found this out because at some point in the whole process, I was kind of like, huh, I wonder if I wonder if I could like throw my hat in the ring. Like, you know, could I be a donor? And Randy, this was this was a, this was no like long, you know, waking up at night, you know, questioning this. This was just kind of I went to a website. There's a little red button and it says click here if you're interested in being a live organ donor. And I said, sure, click. <laughs> And then ask me questions about like, you know, do I abuse alcohol drugs? You know, am I willing to, you know, am I looking to receive money for selling my organ? Like, cause oh. if he, if you do any of those things, they don't want you, you're oh, okay. done. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't want you can sell it. I didn't know that, right. but you can't. Okay. Exactly. You cannot sell your kidney. What you can do is you can sign up with these guys and they'll check you out. They will check you head to toe to make sure you have what's supposed to be there, where it's supposed to be, doing what it's supposed to be doing. And when I say they will check you out, I click that little red button and the next thing I know, they want 24 hours of my urine. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's just glamor from the very start, <laughs> okay? But I don't know, somebody approved of something because the next thing I know, we wanna do an EKG. We want to CT scan you. We want to do an ultrasound. We want to do, we, I sat on a table with a tech and we're just chit-chatting, right? As I'm watching one of the flapper valves in my heart in real time hmm. doing its thing. And I'm like, this is so amazing. And the techs had fun with it because I'm a, you know, because I'm looking to be a live organ donor. Hmm. I'm not a 90 year old man with you know crazy cardiovascular problems right. that has trouble you know talking i'm i'm fit i'm healthy and i'm just chit-chatting with the tax and we're having the greatest time in the world boy i tell you what apparently they liked a lot of stuff with me because at some point they put me to a review board and they said we think sprinkle will be a good candidate going forward so now now we got the question can i donate to laura and there and my I should just tell you, Randy, my my idea going forward was pretty simple, and it was this. I'm going to go forward in this process till they say no. Hmm. I'm going to let them say no. So, you know, hey, I did, you know, there, I, there I am. Okay, so I'm, I'm, all, I'm all good to do a live organ donation. Can I donate to Laura? And they're like, no. Oh, really? <laughs> You're not the right blood type. Oh. But, but guess what? These people don't, they don't really listen to the word no. They are so much more creative than that. The live organ donation people are like, first off, you don't have to donate to her to benefit her. You can do a paired donation. I will pair with Laura. She is now with me. Whatever I do, she benefits from it, even though she's not doing a thing, okay? I then, I'm going to give my left kidney, as it happens, I'm going to give it to somebody who I do match and Laura's going to get benefit from that. So what I did is I did basically in the, in the parlance of the live donation uh, group, 
I did a non-direction donation on behalf of my paired donor, i.e. on December 7th, I gave my left kidney to a complete stranger. <laughs> I know they're in Washington State. I know they had the procedure done at the the medical facility in Seattle. So I'm pretty sure they're a coffee drinker. And push comes to shove, if you ask me, they're a rock star. I gave my kidney to a rock star. Okay, I, you know, you're tell me in. I'm wrong. But you're filling that, in the blanks. All right, go ahead. <laughs> right? I will fill in that blank with the most coolest story ever. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's It's all confidential. I don't know. What I do know is this person at midnight, the same night of my surgery, the surgeon said midnight that same night, my organ was flown out to Seattle Medical Center. They put it in them, and as of midnight that night, it was working hmm. perfectly. Wow. And I'm just like, Lord God, how amazing is that? And then it gets more amazing because, again, these live organ donor folks, they don't just sit back and say, great, we let's do an organ donation and we're done. No, 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 no. Apparently, they'll say, look, because Eric can donate to this person in Seattle, that frees up the person we were going to have donate to them. They can now donate to someone in Boston. That frees up the person in Boston to donate to the person in San Antonio. And that frees them up. At the end of the day, four total surgeries, eight total surgeries, four of them, all recipient surgeries. They made this surgery chain. I was the anchor man for it. No, no pressure. <laughs> no, but Eric, by the way, don't get a cold, right? Because if your surgery's off, the whole thing fails. Mm. But because my surgery went through, that led to a chain of three other surgeries right after that. In the end, four people, four people got working kidneys for Christmas 2022. Was Laura one of them? So what happens with Laura she now, this is what's so fun, because I don't get to just say I helped save four people by laying on a table doing nothing. She's number five. Okay. What happens to my paired donor is she got a call to her coordinating nurse after my surgery was a success. And they said, as a result of you being paired with Eric, and he just did a successful donation, she now gets, and the closest I can get to this, I'm sorry, Randy, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the magic golden ticket. Okay. That's what my paired donor gets now. So she basically goes from the cadaver database, six to eight years wait. She is now on the national database. Now, the national database is pretty robust, such that she just went from a six to eight year wait. She's now on six to 12 months. God's will, this time next year, she's in recovery from her surgery. But either way, she has a ticket that she gets to cut in line in front of anybody if they find a match for her on the national database. It all just comes together. And again, 26 July, I clicked on a red button, 7 December, I'm laid out on a table having these guys cut me open. Talk about left turns in life. <laughs> well, yeah. So that's like uh, a couple months ago, Max. Um, how are you? What's the recovery on that? I mean, how are you? Is that dangerous? So, 
I feel fantastic. I, I just passed six weeks uh, just a few days ago, so now I'm traveling. I'm on the road again. I can hike. I can bike. I can paddle. I can lift more than 10 pounds. Woo, right? Like, I'm I'm officially squared away. Two to three weeks is the idea. Two, if you work at a desk job, two to three weeks, you're back to work. I do things a little differently. <laughs> They're like, Eric, <laughs> Eric, what would you be lifting? I'm like, well, me and another guy would clean and jerk a, you know, 100-pound whitewater raft over above our heads, mm-hmm. run it 50 yards to a trailer, and then throw it onto the trailer. They're like, yeah, you have to wait six weeks before you're fully healed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's fair. <laughs> well, now, and what about Laura? What is to, to know, For her to know that the ball's rolling, and, and it's not you're not over the finish line yet, but it's gone in a way that she never anticipated. Um, what was that phone call like? And that's just, I mean, I just, I, you know, I'm former military. So, you know, guys like gushing over you doing your thing. It's nice, (laughs) but right. It's just like, thank you. And we're done. So this girl just gushes left and right. It is so amazing. I so thank you for what you did. I am so, I, you know, for me, it's about someone living under this dark cloud. Hmm. Like your life is going in a direction of dialysis and eventually you don't, you don't get to watch your grandkids grow up. You just don't. Yeah. That's where your life is going. Within four months, as a result of something, God opened a door to me to do. Goofy, dorky me. As a result, this gal now has a hope. Mm. She has a hope that within a year, she's got a new kidney. Within that year, she's she's not just getting to be in the life of her grandkids. She gets to maybe watch that grandkid walk down the aisle someday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is this is a complete life change. And just just the, you know, you think about when you're when you're dealing with illness and just the impact of positive mental attitude. Yeah. Just having that hope. Sure. Mm-hmm. Just having that idea that your life is going in a direction that leads to life, that leads to connection and community and, and you know, those relationships you're making aren't just a waste of time because you're going to be gone in a few months. Yeah, yeah. I am assuming that you prayed about this before you did it. Is that fair? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, she's the professional prayer. I'm the sort of kind of prayer who needs like prayer books to be more intentional about my prayers. So I, I, I don't just write the prayer books. I, uh, I use them too. Yeah. So right. what, what, what did that, what did that prayer look like or, and what did that answer to prayer that, how did you, was there anything that, did you just not get a, a, a no from God? You know, you didn't hear God going, no, don't do that. Cause there are cases where he might, where donating might yeah. injure you in a way that, that, is not yeah. good. Um, so was there no, no, or did you hear God going, this, no, this is what I want you to do. I'm just curious how that all went out or did you just pray and then go and act in faith? You know, right. Just Cause you, the more stories I run into with live organ donation, the more, the more I hear the stories of wrestling with this decision, mm. just like you're talking about Randy, it's like, do I do it? Do I not do it? Should I do it? You know, let's list out all the pros and cons. Let's really look at what's the impact. What's the potential impact? What's the, for me, I can do this. I can do this. And the impact of me is negligible. 
as a result, someone gets life. Hmm. I just hate to simplify it because that sounds so ridiculous, but that's about all that it went to for me. NASA believes in redundancy. I don't, obviously. (laughs) I can do what I do on one kidney just fine. And when I talk about, you know, like minimal change in life circumstance, I, I, I'm not changing a lot of things. Okay. Hey, guess what? I don't get to do ibuprofen anymore and I don't get to do keto diet if I even wanted to, right? (laughs) I'm going to do things. They're a little kinder, a little gentler because I only have one kidney left, but am I going to stop, you know, going running class four whitewater, right? Uh, You know, as the sun goes down and you can hardly see the rapids and I'm in there with a bunch of my guide (laughs) buddies, am I going to stop doing that? No, (laughs) that continues on. Okay. And the only change will be if I can take Randy and his family with me sometime and do that very same thing. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I don't know about the fam, but I'll I'll be there. I would love to do some more of that. Uh, Scripturally, you know, the scripture says there's no greater love than a man lay down his life for his friend. Um, And, and, you know, we're not all called to die for our friends, but, there is risk. I mean, let's be honest. There is risk in in the donation, uh, in having not having the redundancy, um, and I'm, I'm not suggesting that you laid down your life for a friend, but you you showed a willingness to. Uh, yeah. That kind of love expressed, not just in words, but in action. I don't know, man. There's something that's really at the heart of the gospel. I think about that. Um, do you get into these deep thoughts at all? I get into incredible deep thoughts. I, you know, I, I live in Colorado Springs. I'm in North Carolina between here and there, man, that's all you can think about is just the idea. There's, there's, it, there's it's so Jesus-y mm-hmm. the idea that someone, okay, me, uh, but the idea that someone can bring life to somebody else's world, that they can give this gift that moves them from this dark cloud into the light, into life, into, uh, you know, uh, impacting lives again through these books, right? My co-author gets to go on writing books mm-hmm. with me. So that, that benefits me, but the idea that, you know, even for me, like, you know, I, I, I tell everyone, like my, my kidney went to a rock star and they're like, Eric, your kidney went to a grumpy old man. I'm like, eh, whatever, <laughs> right? You know, go to poo-poo it all you want until I hear otherwise. That's what, that's my rule. Well, what if it did go to a grumpy old guy? Hmm. What if it went to a guy who just did not care, didn't say thank you, didn't feel anything? Do I still, do I still want to give that donation? Do I still want to make a difference in their life? Good question. Again, yeah, for me, absolutely, absolutely. But you know, that's 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 everybody's question, right? Because Randy, you're not doing live organ donation, but you are giving of your time, you are giving of your effort, you're giving of money and attention to people every day, every day. Yeah. Who, they they don't deserve it. They're not they're not thanking you. They're not being nice to you. They don't think politically the same way you do. Why invest in them? That's that's all of us every day having to make that little mental calculus. <laughs> yes, but I would rather give some money and some time than a kidney. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. I mean, right? literally, when you give a part of yourself, I prefer it metaphorically. 
Yeah. <laughs> not not literally. That's that's a big <laughs> deal. And you know, and on Valentine's Day, you know, we talk about how to show love. I mean, I, I this is a big one. And I do think you need to have that um peace from God to do it because not there there are reasons you you wouldn't do it. Uh, but I'm glad that the we have the medical community to be able to walk you through a lot of that kind of process and screen you, make sure everything's good. Uh, yep. But also the peace that comes from God, I think, is the number one thing. But, yep. you know, wow, what a story of love. <laughs> it's, it blows my mind that I get to be invited into this story, much less be like a big piece of it. Unbelievable. Again, that's Jesus' fault. I didn't make it happen, that's for sure. All right. Well, uh, I appreciate the testimony. appreciate the time. Uh, show people again. Let me show you real quick. If, if you're interested in these prayer devotionals, this is what they look like. Uh, 40-Day Prayer Guides, Eric Sprinkle and Laura Schaefer. Uh, they're available wherever you get books. You have them on your website too? Yeah. If you go to 40dayprayerguides.com, 40dayprayerguides.com, they're all up there. They're on Amazon. Um, we just released the pastor book. Ooh, 40 days praying for your pastor. Uh, if you've got a group of people or as a congregation you want to do that, connect with me. We'll get the books to you at a discount. You don't have to be buying 100 books off Amazon and uh, paying all that money. Yeah, okay. And and so that tell me the URL again because I, I had the adventureexperience.net URL. It's 40 days. Yeah, 40-day prayer guides, 40, 40-day prayer guides plural.com.com. Okay, great. Anybody want to follow up with that? All right. I'm going to leave you with the last word. I hear you got a good Valentine's day story. I got it. I got a fun Valentine's. If we are doing this on Valentine's, here's, here's the story. So I, my, my wife, uh, she passed away. My beautiful wife passed away uh, several years ago. Mm. I have inside me this, this idea from our Lord God, I'm going to be married again. That means very simply, whoever I'm going to marry, she's out there right now, Randy, she's out there having good days. She's out there having bad days. I, should be praying for her. Okay. So I do. I do. This girl, I don't know her name. I've never met her. I have no idea where she is, but I'm praying for her. And I'm also writing her love notes. One example of a love note I wrote, my girl, who I haven't met, who I do not know. I gave a I gave a, a postcard to the gentleman who dropped me off on December 7th, the day I was doing my surgery. I told him he needs to mail it today. It needs to have a December 7th postmark, please. And he said he absolutely will. The postmark described, you know, hey, babe, whoever you are, wherever you are on this day, here's what I'm going to do. And one of the fun things about doing live organ donation is, is they treat you very VIP. It's ridiculous. <laughs> one of the things they let you do is, Randy, they let you choose the music playing in the operating room as you go to sleep. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm like, like, choose anything. Okay, what do you choose? What did you choose? So in this postcard to my girl, I wrote, I chose a very simple song. It's called Coldplay Always in My Head. And I told her, that's where you're going to be. I don't know your name. I don't know what you look like. I've never met you. But that's where you're going to be. As I go to sleep on that table, my last prayer, my last thought will be, for the girl that I'm going to marry someday. She's there with me on that table and she's going to be there with me in my life later. And I would just encourage your viewing audience, whoever they are, wherever they are, if ladies, you're just having a bad February 14th, 
I would just encourage you, you don't know that some guy, some goofy guy is out there right now praying for you to have a peace and a joy in your February 14th until the day that you guys meet. That's my Valentine's story, yeah. and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, what a beautiful story. I'm just glad you didn't pick, um, is it the Beatles suddenly? I'm not half the <laughs> right. man I used to be, you know. <laughs> There's a lot of options for songs you can go to sleep to. (laughs) With or without you would be, yeah, a song to your kidney, with or without you. Anyway. uh, Insert joke here. I know. I know, know. right. I know. You just, you you teed that one up for me. Uh, No, that is great. And you know the first girl that doesn't think you're completely crazy for doing all of that? That's the one you should marry. So. She's out that's, there. That's it. Yeah, they'll be an easy, easy choice, right? Because she'll be the one who's like, you're not a complete idiot. Awesome. <laughs> that's great. Wow, man. I mean, what a what a wild ride, you know? Uh, the guy who signs up and takes people on wild rides, you get that one that you never anticipated. Um, yeah. I don't know. What do you, if someone is out there watching this, uh, and they are considering being a live organ donor, uh, yeah. and they'd love to talk to someone who's done it. You're, you're the guy. What, what would you say to them? Do it. I would say, you know, you know, live a life that allows you to prepare for the unexpected. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that, that right there makes all the difference in the world. We, we get into these disciplines in life and, you know, these, 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 you know, routines that, you know what, routine is not bad. It's how you get your kids fed and on the bus on Tuesday mornings, but routines can lead to boredom. And I believe boredom is lethal. I believe living a life that allows you to just be open to the unexpected. This is what allows you to go out and do a real easy Google search for live organ donation. Mm. It's going to take you to one of the national websites and any one of those, right? For me, it was UC Health, uh, you know, at the Denver Anschutz location. Mm. These are the guys I coordinated with. There's national national organizations at, at a Google search away that they are going to take your information. They're going to follow up with you and they will walk you through this. And maybe you're going to wrestle with it. Maybe you're just going to have a piece from God that says, go as far as you can with this. And if you don't hear no, that that tells you exactly where this thing is going to go, because it's going to impact not just one person's life, multiple people's lives. You just don't know. That is so wild. Very cool. Thank you. Appreciate it. Eric Sprinkle, appreciate your time and your sacrifice and your testimony. Thank you so very much for having me here, Randy. We'll uh, we'll see you on a river sometime soon, hopefully. I would I might actually take you up on that one. I love it up there. Appreciate you guys watching. Uh, you haven't subscribed, followed, liked, do that. Hit share and check out Eric's website at adventureexperience.net. Uh, and if you want to follow up on the rest of the organ bit, it's out there. You can check it out. We'll see you again next time here on Life Today Live. I love you.